Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. Week 9 is behind us and with it a whole host of games have been completed. Uh, as far as the NFL is concerned we've had some major upsets that I don't think anybody expected and uh, I guess we'll go through those shortly but before we do how are you this week Mr Dixon? Not as well as last week obviously lost to you in our our dynasty matchup which I'm sure I we'll mean, talk yeah. about later but um yeah still still pretty good some fantastic matches this week a lot of upsets a lot of points um yeah can't wait to to get talking about it well I won't dwell too much on the victory and we'll uh, get get cracking <laughs> sooner rather than later otherwise it might be a short episode this week um so top 10 this week oh god there's some surprises there's some surprises and the first big surprise, I guess, comes at number one. We've got James Connor with 40 points. I don't think anybody expected that. Uh, no, no, I, I certainly didn't. Um, obviously, before the season, I had Edmonds well ahead of Connor, but, you know, he, he now leads um, the league in touchdowns with, I think, 11 combined through the air and on the ground. You know, 21 carries, 96 and 2 on the ground, plus 5 for 77 and a touchdown through the air is just, you know, it's an insane performance. Um, and he's obviously with Edmonds now being injured, I believe, for several weeks. Obviously, Connor is, is going to shoot up, um, obviously, people's people's rankings, and uh, especially with Murray being injured as well, they, they're going to lean more heavily on the run. It's crazy to think he's an RB1. In, in yeah. standard, in standard <laughs> scoring leagues, he's number six, in PPR, he's number 12. So it's, Crazy. Um, oh, sorry, he's number, he's number six overall running back in standard leagues. Um, so it's it's just yeah, absolutely crazy that that he's he's at that position. I mean, I I didn't mind him when he was a Steeler. I thought he was pretty no, good, good a couple guy. of years ago, but he's he's kind of. I thought he was done. I'll be honest. Yeah, I did as well. I think I think he was kind of washing up in uh, Arizona, really. But it seems like he's uh, he's taken that that number one spot now. And I think if he keeps playing as he has been playing, then. Even if uh, sort of Chase Edmonds does come back, it, I don't know that he'll have the share that he had at the start of the year. He's no. just not—he's not done anything to sort of prove prove himself this year, like like James Conner has. So, uh, absolutely crazy number one spot. I don't think we would have expected it throughout the entire season that James Conner would be there. But <laughs> good on him. Very very good performance. Um, so yeah, RB one conversation for James Conner. Uh, and we've got another running back next who's not as much of a surprise at number two. Uh, that's uh, Jonathan Taylor, who had an absolutely fantastic week. Uh, so just two two targets and two catches for 28 yards. But on the ground, we're looking at 19 attempts. Oh. He went for 172 yards and two touchdowns, which uh, is a fantastic performance. That was a 35-pointer there at number two. Yes, amazing performance by Taylor. Um, the Thursday night game, I wasn't quite in, quite expecting it to be this high scoring. Obviously, most of the Jets' points were in garbage time, to be fair. But yeah, Taylor looked fantastic on a couple of long runs, uh, You know, hitting top speed. I think it was like nearly 22 miles an hour. Um, yeah, the Colts are looking looking pretty good. And yeah, Taylor is, is doing his fantasy owners proud. Uh, those guys who stuck by him, he, he really looks like a, you know, a top five running back these yeah. last couple of weeks. Definitely, and he's young as well. So, uh, yeah. so as far as Dynasty is concerned, he's a great person to have to on come. your uh, on your roster. Um, next up, we have uh, Justin Herbert. He uh, he played this week as well. So he had five rushing attempts for fourteen yards and a touchdown. Uh, but in the passing game, you're looking at thirty eight attempts and thirty two completions, which is pretty damn good to be honest. Just to just to lose six of your attempts. 
Um, and then we've got 356 yards and two touchdowns. So crazy game for him as well, um, which was a very close win, really. For yeah, uh, one expected to be just tight. Yeah, um, obviously, I think we both said the the Chargers would would win. This was always going to be a, a tough one, but yeah, it was you know the the Eagles and Hurts made it a, a pretty close game. But yeah, this was sort of Herbert getting back to his best. He had a couple of rough weeks. Um, obviously the bye and then the dreadful performance against the uh, the Patriots and the Ravens. Um, so yeah, this was mistake-free football. Hopefully Herbert's back to his best now. Yeah, it was nice and refreshing to see a, a fantastic performance from him, to be honest. And uh, exactly. yeah, hopefully more, more, more of that to come in future. And then it's a very quarterback-heavy uh, top 10 this week. We've got uh, Lamar Jackson, who just absolutely went crazy, didn't he? Um so we've got 41 attempts, 27 completions, 266 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, and then we've got uh, 21 rushing attempts for 120 <laughs> yards. So God. he's putting up running back numbers there, uh, in addition to putting up quite a reasonable sort of quarterback uh, in the air passing score as well. So fantastic game for him. And that was 32 points. Yeah, Jackson was pretty good. I mean, to, to be honest, before the Ravens made the comeback, I, I thought Cousins was outplaying him a little bit. Looked like the Vikings were going to get the win, but then, you know, what was it? I think it was a 14-point comeback, um, and Jackson was just getting it done all over the field. You know, the 120 rushing yards is absolutely crazy. Um, I saw a stat earlier where there's only three games in NFL history with three passing touchdowns and over 100 rushing yards, and I think he has all three or something ridiculous like that. Crazy. So. Yeah, he's, he's just a crazy weapon. Uh, big win for the Ravens. Like I said, I thought the Vikings were going to sort of just run down the clock and burn it. But yeah, Jackson, to his credit, played very well in the second half. He did. He really did come back. I thought the Vikings had it in the bag. <laughs> I um, bet you did. <laughs> and I was quite excited about that, but unfortunately not. Uh, which very typical for Minnesota. They always throw Another it away. Another close loss. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way it is. Um, but no, it was a great performance from him, to be honest. And sadly for me, uh, I was playing against him in our in our other league that that we're both in, and you beat me in that league. So um, we we exchanged blows. I think we both came out quite well in just in different leagues. Uh, so it was quite quite scary to see how well he was doing, but. In that other league, I do also have three starting Ravens players, so I was quite happy about that at the same time. Um, next up, we've got Nick Chubb, who who just went off. He was he was playing really well as as well. Uh, only fourteen attempts, but they went for one hundred and thirty seven yards, which fantastic. Two touchdowns to boot, uh, and he also had two targets for two receptions and uh, twenty six receiving yards as well. So slightly worse stats than Jonathan Taylor. Um, I guess the only difference is he didn't have as many attempts. I think if he had another five attempts, we'd be looking at a slightly better rushing mm. score from uh, from Chubb um, if he, if he kept on the pace as, as to what he was doing for each attempt. But even still, he might not have met Taylor's uh, lofty heights this week. But he was only a short way behind him. Yeah, Chubb was Chubb was fantastic. He's, I think he's one of my my favourite running backs, to be honest. Obviously, coming off a little injury, um, this was the performance I guess all Chubb owners were were looking for. Uh, the Browns absolutely dominated the game anyway, um, which I don't think many people were expecting, certainly no. not to this extent, especially with all the drama surrounding OBJ. Um, but yeah, Chubb was fantastic. Um, him and Javonte Williams are currently tied, I think, with most um, forced missed tackles with like 35 or something like that. So if, if Chubb does get to the open field, he's just, yeah, he's just gone. 
Yeah, and, and I mean, it's it's great to watch as well. He just kind of shrugs off tackles and just evades people somehow with, with just that mental speed he's got. So, good game for him. As you say, I don't think anybody expected a blowout game between these two teams, no. especially with the way Cincinnati's been performing recently. They, they are a fantastic offense, but they just, yeah, they didn't get the job done. And as you say, with the whole OBJ fiasco going on, you'd, you'd have thought that there'd have been some mm. malcontent in the kind of... Uh, Browns, Browns camp, camp, but big win that for them. Yeah, really good win for them. Um, next up, as I said, it was quite a quarterback heavy uh, week this week for top tens. We've got uh, Matt Ryan who uh, <laughs> manages to make an appearance uh, against quite a you know a, a stalwart New Orleans defense. He he did very well. He had five rushing attempts for eight yards and uh, a touchdown, which obviously would have helped put that pointage up there. Um, 30 passing attempts, 23 completions, 343 yards in the air and two touchdowns. So quite a good day at the office for Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't happen very often. That's, I mean, in our dynasty matchup, for example, I, I was pretty confident with putting Matt Ryan on the bench because I thought the Saints' defence would just dominate. Um, and considering how Ryan's played over the last few weeks, I, I didn't think he had it in him. But you know what? Fair, fair play. Inside the top 10, I don't think it'll happen again. Like you said, the rushing touchdown did inflate the numbers slightly. But big win for the Falcons. Um, the Saints were very close to eking out a victory, obviously, without Jameis Winston. But yeah, fair play to the Falcons. And uh, yeah, Ryan got it done for once. Yeah, it's good to see. It's just a, just a shame that it's not a, a weekly occurrence for him, I guess. <laughs> um, and then next we've got Joe Mixon, who was uh, oh, putting up yes. some, some decent numbers. Especially in the passing game, five uh, receptions on five attempts and uh, five targets, sorry, and 46 yards, which is, you know, pretty good. You're already almost hitting 10 points there. And then to top it off, he had 13 rushing attempts for 64 yards and a whopping two touchdowns. So great day for him in spite of the loss mm. to uh, to Cleveland. Still a good uh, good score for, for the old... Uh, Joe Mixon there. It's just a shame the rest of the offense didn't quite click as well as he did. Yeah, that's it. I think obviously if the, if the game script had been different, obviously he'd, he'd probably had even more carries. Thirteen, obviously for Mixon's quite low. He's very heavy usage back. Um, so I think if the Bengals had kept the game close, it would have probably even been higher than than what he did achieve. But yeah, the the fact that he still got this in a loss is definitely encouraging. I know me and you both bigged up Mixon before the season, so it's it's nice that he's keeping in these top ten performances. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we look at him player rankings wise as well, uh, number three in standard and number six in PPR, so he's very good. A, an undisputed uh, RB one this year, and a, a lot of people were picking him up as an RB two. So uh, good value on return for for choosing him at his ADP there for sure. Um, and then next up, a guy who, you know, when the season was starting, before the season started, this this guy was was one of those people who all the dynasty forums on Reddit and all the dynasty chat on Twitter, everybody was just bigging up uh, Elijah Moore and saying how he is going to be the next big thing, how he's a fantastic receiver who's kind of uh, just underrated, and by saying that he became suddenly incredibly overhyped and overrated. And he's not really had a game where anyone could say that he was anything other than subpar, really, until to sort of last week, uh, where he he just absolutely went off twenty seven points, which is fantastic for any wide receiver, and on only eight targets. So he had seven receptions for eighty four yards, but it was the two touchdowns that really did it for him there. So finally, uh, all those more. 
uh, more lovers finally get what they wanted, and he's <laughs> uh, he's a top ten uh, fantasy asset this week. So good good showing from the Jets. Yeah, I, I honestly didn't see this one coming. Um, they, like like we said, we I was a big fan of him coming coming into our dynasty draft, um, and I think he did slip fairly low from what I can remember off the top of my head. Um, so nice for Jets fans to see this performance. Um, I, I think, to be honest, the reason for me he hasn't been good throughout the season is, I mean, I, I just don't think Zach Wilson's very good. Obviously, this game was played with Mike White, and then for three quarters, Josh Johnson, who's 35 years old, and has been a backup his entire career, so <laughs> um, yeah. I think that says it all to me. But yeah, hope, hopefully we see more more from more the rest of the season. Now, hopefully that's his, uh, his breakout performance. Yeah, with a bit of luck, and uh, just... Speaking of Jets players, uh, another quarterback we have here, Josh Johnson. Um, <laughs> crazy how uh, Mike White uh, was uh, was in the top ten last week, and we said oh, there's no chance he'll appear again. Um, <laughs> but we've got another Jets receiver, this uh, Jets quarterback this week. Uh, four rushing attempts, 18 yards, and then 41 passing attempts for 27 completions, 317 yards, and three touchdowns. So fantastic numbers for a quarterback there. 24 points. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I watched the. I didn't stay up for this one. I, um, I watched the highlights, and he was, he was, he was very good. Again, the majority of the points were in garbage time, but you know, for a, for a player who's been a backup the majority of his career to come in and do this, then you know, it only looks good for him. Um, I'll say it again. I know we said it last week, but I'm pretty confident this will be the last time we see a Jets quarterback in the top ten. <laughs> but maybe I'll just jinx it again. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Um, it's a shame they didn't win. Really, thirty points against many teams this week would have been enough. But uh, yeah, yeah, not the defense not to be. was just garbage. <laughs> yeah, Indianapolis. Yeah, forty-five points. Good game for them. Uh, and then finally, um, speaking of Indianapolis, we have our last entry in the top ten. And Carson Wentz, Go on, uh, four rushing attempts, 13 yards. He had 30 attempts passing for 22 completions, 272 yards and three touchdowns. So slightly worse than his uh, than his counterpart there, uh, but not by much. Yeah, good, fantastic performance from Wentz again. Um, like I said, he's, he's sort of coming, coming along these last few weeks. On the season, he's 17 touchdowns, three picks quarterback rating over 100 which you know you, you can't argue with those numbers and I think with the injury to Derek Henry I think that the Colts believe they, they can win the division so I'm, I'm expecting to see more performances like this from Wentz to be honest yeah with a bit of luck uh, so that's our top 10 are there any notable mentions for you this week um, I think to be honest, this week for me it's more more mentions of players who who didn't do much. Yeah. Um, we had um, we were discussing before we started. You know, obviously the, the big upset was the Jags getting the the nine to six victory over the Bills. Crazy. Um, Josh Allen was dreadful. Uh, Josh Allen, the defensive player for the Jags, was absolutely fantastic. That pretty much sums that up. Everyone on the Bills side of the ball was dreadful. Um, Bit of an off day as well for Matthew Stafford. Um, um, two interceptions there, only sixteen points on offense. Um, Cooper Cup, however, still solid with eleven catches. Um, but there was a lot of there was a lot of underperformances uh, this week for me. Um, whether that was just because they were all on my team, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, well, I'm quite cowboy heavy on uh, in our other league. 
and uh, they, they just they had a bad day too. It was uh, good day for them Broncos. Yeah, I mean, the, I think it's the Broncos D defense just. Yeah, they stepped it up. They really did. They played very very well, and they uh, they made me very unhappy. Um, <laughs> and I I dropped uh, <laughs> dropped Tim Patrick a couple of weeks ago, and he he had he quite. A, well. I think he had his best performance of the year. He so did. Uh, about twenty points, I think it was from memory. So. Absolutely fantastic from the Broncos. So who knows? It might be a, a new injection, a new lease of life for the Broncos. <laughs> and just we play defense in our uh, in our fantasy leagues. I know it's kind of becoming quite an archaic and outdated thing to do. Uh, recently, a lot of a lot of leagues are kind of avoiding it, but I, I still quite enjoy that. Uh, but notable mention on the defensive points for me was the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had a whopping nineteen points, um, which you know I don't recall. <laughs> them having 19 points before maybe ever uh, I'm just having a quick look through the old stats now yeah the, <laughs> they had an 18 point game week 3 of 2019 and a couple of week 18 point games week just, 7 and 8 of the same year but can't find anything that was any more than what they've had this year just out of context for the like that 19 points would outscore Trevor Lawrence on all but two of his weeks so that tells you how that tells you how good the Jags have been wow jeez okay <laughs> apparently the Jags were pretty good in 2017 they had a 31 point game against Houston <laughs> in week one uh, and they had a 28 point game against Pittsburgh in week five so yeah uh, they're kind of yeah, they surprised everybody, didn't they? I don't think anybody would have had the Jags on their lineup, to be honest. No, uh, unless they you're ruined kind my of like accumulator. A, unless you're in a 32 man jobs. league. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Okay, so I guess that was it from, from last week. We had some major shocks. Uh, our predictions last week, I think we Don't were just... a bit hit and miss on the old predictions. So, um, yeah, yeah, I guess. Is this a pointless exercise is doing it now? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but I guess we'll we'll have a look to to next week if there are no final thoughts on uh, on week nine from you. No, no, I think I mean the only other player that I'm I'm going to shout out because he keeps just putting in performances for me is called Daryl Patterson. Oh, um, he's just the beginning Swiss of the year. Army knife. Yeah, yeah. beginning of the year. I, I honestly didn't. You know, he, he's been bouncing from team to team, but he, he's proven, especially with Ridley out, to be you know Matt Ryan's go-to guy, whether it's receiving or running. So yeah, big shout out for Patterson for for me. Fantastic. Okie dokie. Um, right, well, let's have a look at what's going to happen in the week to come. The first matchup on Thursday night is the Dolphins and the Ravens. Uh, personally, I'm thinking this is probably going to be a Ravens victory, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that Jalen Waddle gets to uh, gets to get a lot of targets and uh, make a lot of points for my team. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the Ravens will win, but I, th- I think one thing to note is is the Ravens' defense over the last few weeks. Just looking at the numbers, has been atrocious. Um, they just a lot of big plays. You know, Cousins had a very good game. They got burnt by Dalvin Cook as well. Um, they, they are conceding a lot of a lot of yards. So although the quarterback situation for the Dolphins is hit and miss, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if. Even in the loss, if a couple of the Dolphins players waddle, namely put in a, a couple of decent performances, so Ravens win, but I think the Dolphins will will get a few uh, a few scores. Yeah, I, I agree with that assessment. Um, I'm hoping that it's a it's a nice high scoring game, just just uh, for my other league's sake. Um, <laughs> but I guess in in Dynasty, I don't have as much uh, invested in either team, so it'll be an interesting one to watch for sure. 
I don't know if I'll be staying up for it, mind. I might just have to watch the old highlights. It's not... Yeah. Yeah. Not that good. (laughs) No, no. Uh, Next up, we've got Titans and Saints, which, you know, the way the Titans are playing, it's... uh, I think it's theirs. Yeah, yeah, I think the Titans will will roll this one. Big statement win um, they had against the Rams. Although, like, from an offensive perspective, they weren't great. You know, Tannehill only had 140 yards. And in the running game, you know... Adrian Peterson got a touchdown, but that was about the the only thing of note. Um, but the Saints without Winston, I, I I don't think can can keep pace with the Titans, um, especially after the Saints seemed to get burned by Matt Ryan last week. So yeah, Titans win, um, and you, you're probably starting, you know, AJ Brown, Tannehill, and if you're desperate, whether it's McNichols or or Peterson. Yeah, Adrian Peterson, I think, was uh, one of the few players to get 125 career touchdowns, so uh, it was a good day for him last week. Um, nice to see him back on the field. Next up, we've got one that, I mean, until <laughs> until this week, I would have said that it was Surely absolutely not. in the bag, but Jets and Bills. Uh, is it going to be another David versus Goliath situation? Maybe. Okay. <sighs> I'm not willing to say I'm not willing to commit to the Jets winning this. Um, the the Bills have got to bounce back for me, not just from a, a fantasy perspective, but for, for pride, for, and the, dignity. for pride, for dignity. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of questions being asked of Josh Allen. Um, he's actually outside the top ten in almost every single passing category, um, which is, you know, for, for someone who I honestly thought would be a, a QB one is is not what you want to see. Um, Having said that, the Jets did concede forty-five to the Colts, so I, I am I'm hoping the Bills will bounce back. Um, and if I was to put money on it, I think they will. Um, I, I don't see a, a an issue um, like the Jaguars game again. I think that was a one-off. I think the Bills get to practice this week, have a good week, and I, I think the Bills dominate this one. They they have to for the, for their season's sake, especially with the Patriots only being a game back now as well. Yeah. No, I I agree completely. It's uh, it's just crazy how, as you were saying, uh, you you know you thought Allen was a going to be the QB. What I think you thought Allen was going to be the number I did. one. I didn't QB overall. one. Yeah, and uh, well, I thought it'd be Mahomes, but God, we're both wrong. Uh, it's a, it's a crazy old top ten on that uh, that quarterback list, and one that I don't think many of us expected to be in the order that it's in. Uh, yeah, not least because you know you've got the likes of. Kirk Cousins at number 11. Um, <laughs> then we uh, carry on. We've got the Steelers and the Lions, which, you know, hopefully, uh, well, hopefully, I would say <laughs> you'd expect it to be a comfortable win for the Steelers. Yeah, I think <laughs> whoever's playing the Lions, I think that's that's safe to assume. I, I do feel kind of bad for them because they, they should have had a couple of wins. Um, but yeah, the, the Pittsburgh should, should ease to victory here, I would have thought. Um, I'm I'm not a big Jared Goff fan. Um, the only person or people on the offensive side I like for the Lions is is Swift and Hawkinson. Um, but even he's been a bit quiet of late. So yeah, Steelers get the win. It'll probably be a fairly gritty game. Obviously, Big Ben's not really that exciting anymore. Um, so Najee Harris will probably feature quite heavily, and and that Steelers defense I would expect to to probably score in double digits as well. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by that, to be honest. Uh, and next up, uh, we've got the uh, <laughs> the the absolutely fantastic two and six Jaguars who <laughs> beat the Bills uh, against the Indianapolis Colts. 
Uh, yeah, the, the the Jags come back down to earth here. Um, the, the, the Colts win this, get back to 500. Um, I, I know the Jags' defence was, was pretty solid against um, against Buffalo. Um, as I said earlier, I think that was probably a one-off, so I'm, I'm expecting another huge game from Jonathan Taylor. Nice clean game from Carson Wentz. Not too much trouble for the Colts, this one. Next up, Washington and the Buccaneers. Now, this is an interesting one. Um, you know, the Washington defence isn't isn't too bad, but that, that Bucks offence has been cooking all year. Um, Brady, obviously, on a lot of people's lists, is front-runner for MVP. Um, and a lot of the other MVP front-runners were, were dreadful last week, so <laughs> even on a bye week, Brady took a, a step ahead. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think the, the Buccaneers win this one. Um, hopefully Leonard Fournette room keeps that sort of RB1 role for them um, and you're starting all your books wide receivers obviously it's just a sort of a roulette wheel of who's going to get the, the two or three touchdowns Brady throws <laughs> exactly um, and then we've got two pretty strong defences in the Patriots and the Browns yeah th- th- this will be an interesting one um, I didn't think the Browns would win, win last week and I, I honestly didn't think the Patriots had actually get to five and four um like i said they're only a game back on the bills so i think this will be an interesting game um i think the browns will probably edge it but i think it will be a pretty close game um i i just think although baker isn't great i think he's he's still sort of in a better place than mac jones is um but i think it will be a pretty defensive matchup i i can see both teams sort of scoring less than 20 points in this one i don't think it'll be a a very exciting fantasy game um you, you, you know you're always starting nick chubb for example um you know damian harris maybe but i, I think this will be a fe- relatively low scoring affair that the browns win yeah i would agree with that it's funny that you say baker's not too great i think uh, <laughs> i've got i've got patrick mahomes and jalen hurts as my qb one and two and i've got pat mahomes sitting on the bench and he outscored both of them last week um <laughs> that's not what you want is it just, yeah not great um next up then cowboys and falcons Ooh. if the falcons keep on their uh their offensive prowess as they have been doing then uh well, as they have been doing, I say that they've done it one week. Uh, maybe they'll maybe they'll have a chance. The Cowboys were shut out last week uh, for for the majority of the game, but I guess the uh, mm. the Falcons' defense isn't quite the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, the, the, obviously the the thirty to sixteen win for the Broncos actually doesn't do it justice. We we were shutting them out up until I think the five minute thirty two mark, and then they got two garbage time touchdowns. Uh, the Cowboys, for me, need to win this because um, it was an absolutely abysmal performance. Um, why Dak Prescott was still in the game with five minutes in the fourth, 30 points down, I'll, I'll never know. It just seems like a ludicrous decision for someone who has had injury concerns. Yeah, especially after last year. Um, so, yeah, I, I, the Cowboys need to get back to winning ways. But I, I must admit, if, there was, if, if I was to be on... Like sort of pick an upset alert for the week. I, I can see this one being the game. Um, the Falcons were very good against um, a, a strong Saints defense, and Matt Ryan, if he doesn't turn the ball over, I, th- I think the Falcons could genuinely win this one. Um, but yeah, the Cowboys need to bounce back, otherwise uh, they're going to fall a long way on a lot of people's lists. Yeah, for sure. Um, then next up, we've got the Cardinals and the Panthers. Um, I mean, Cardinals. I mean, should win this one with or without Kyler Murray. Um, 
Um, he, he's James sort of, Connor, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's James Connor's all you need. Eleven touchdowns. He's just a walking <laughs> touchdown. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a fairly pedestrian performance for Colt McCoy. But again, as long as he's just a game manager, I don't think you know Sam Darnold's just dreadful. There's no other way to say it. <laughs> after after starting three and zero and looking like it was the Jets' fault that his career was sort of going downhill, he he just doesn't look very good. Um, so yeah, easy win for the Cardinals. And yeah, you know James Connor is a, is is now a must start every week. Um, on the receiver perspective, I'm, I'm not sure he's starting anyone else on the Cardinals because, yeah, without without Kyler, um, I think it's probably going to be a fairly heavy, heavy run offense. Yeah, definitely. Um, and next up, then, the Chargers and the Vikings. I, I reckon <laughs> it's going to be a three-point victory to the Chargers. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you're honestly, you're probably right. Um, the, the, I don't know how the Vikings keep losing these these close ones is it's just crazy and it's frustrating as well because like we said Kirk Cousins is actually having a, a very strong year um you know even Dalvin Cook even showed up last week over 100 yards but they just cannot they just cannot clutch it um in the final few minutes um I think with Herbert put turning it on last week yeah I, th- I think the Chargers are probably slight favorites um but like you said, if if the game goes close, then it's guaranteed to be the Chargers that win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, it's like if if ever there's going to be a draw or a close victory, <laughs> the, the Vikings almost have some kind of curse whereby it goes to the other team. It's um, apart from that Lions sort of clutch end of the game kick that that they won. Um, yeah, that was the one that I went think, there. I think okay. unfortunately for the Lions, <laughs> they just have slightly more bad luck than the Vikings do. Um, Having said yeah. that, I do think it'll be a decent fantasy matchup. Um, I like, think oh, it's yeah, it's got the yeah. possibility to be a high scoring. You know, you've got the likes of Eckler and Cook who can both light it up in their respective positions, and then at wide receiver, you know, the likes of Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Thielen they're both exactly. fantastic anyway. And then on the other side, you know, Keenan Allen had a, a decent game last week, and he's kind of he's leveling out a little bit. He seems to be coming back into his own after the Mike Williams uh, sort of overtake uh in the earlier seasons mm, yeah. so um yeah as you say i think it's, it's going to be a good game for, for fantasy it, it's just probably going to be a sad game for me <laughs> um and then we have uh the packers and the seahawks absolutely massive game this um my boy russell wilson is 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 looking to be back um after a couple of weeks out i'm glad to have him back the seahawks desperately need him back you know, I don't think they'll be too unhappy with you know Geno Smith getting getting him one win in their absence. So, I, I think personally, I think this is where the Seahawks season turns around. I think the Seahawks get the win here. I think Russell Wilson comes back and, as people say, cooks. Um, and I think the Seahawks win this. Um, obviously, Aaron Rodgers has been in the air, the news for a lot of things recently. <laughs> um, He's to be honest, yeah, it's it's been an interesting one, um, especially his um, appearance on the Pat McAfee show. But we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see whether that affects his performance. I honestly couldn't say, but yeah, I think the Seahawks win, bounce back, win this, and then their season starts here. By all accounts, it is there is a possibility that Rodgers won't be playing, in which case Correct. I think it's an even easier uh, win for the Seahawks. But 
if Rogers is back, then who knows? It, it might be a bit more difficult. And there's also apparently rumours that OBJ might be landing in there. Uh, <laughs> My God. In uh, with the Packers, so that's. Uh, it's yeah. going to be carnage. I think another thing to know is obviously with Wilson back, that obviously shoots Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf's values back through the roof again. Yeah, exactly. They become very valuable assets. Um, next up, then we've got your Broncos, and they're playing the Eagles. Hopefully, Jalen Hurts can. Uh, I don't know, return to his former over 20 point ways, but I don't know, the way they played last week um, I don't know whether whether that is possible Yeah, I mean I'm, I'm, I didn't think we'd be sitting here about to go 6-4 and four, um, but I, th- I think we will um, looking at the Eagles offensive performance last week you know, I know they scored 24 points but they, they still didn't look great Hurts still continues to struggle passing the ball um, and I think with Denver's defensive performance against the Cowboys um, you know if Bridgewater plays a clean game again Javonte Williams for me has been an absolute revelation he got his first 100 yard game and like I said he, he leads the league along with Nick Chubb in, in forced missed tackles so yeah I think the Broncos get the win here and I think it's a sorry for you but I think it's a fairly ugly performance from, from Jalen Hurts yeah, I will not disagree with you there, but <laughs> we'll see. He might have to use his legs a little bit more, and yeah, uh, that, yeah. that always gives him quite a Running nice, for his life. safe floor. Um, <laughs> then we've got the Raiders and the Chiefs, which, again, before this season began, I would have said it's probably an easy victory for the Chiefs, in spite of the Raiders having a few upsets in the past uh, against the, the Chiefs. But, uh, I mean, the way Pat Mahomes is playing, who knows? Yeah, I mean, even in the... Even in the victory against Green Bay, Pat Mahomes just did not look convincing. Um, there was one play, which I think it was one of the last plays of the game, I believe, to, to get a first down where Mahomes looked something like his old self. You know, rolled out to the right, hit his receiver downfield on the move. Um, hopefully that sparks something. A, a big performance is, co- is coming. I think that's the first thing to say. Mahomes is too good not to not to turn in a performance like that and obviously a, a divisional matchup with a team that are half a game ahead of you would would be the time to do it so i think hopefully the chiefs bounce back but this is a game the raiders quite could easily win um which i didn't think we'd we'd be saying at this point in the season i thought at this point the chiefs would be eight and one or something ridiculous like that so <laughs> yeah um it's yeah it's hard to trust any it's of them really, really strange it is very odd um, yeah, hard to call. So we'll see how that one pans out. And then finally, we've got the Forty Niners against the Rams. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, easy one for me. Big bounce back game for for Stafford and the Rams. Um, the Forty Niners got cooked by James Connor. Um, and Garoppolo didn't look fantastic. Um, one thing to note was George Kittle. Um, pulled in a an hundred yards and a touchdown performance, which was nice to see him back to back to fantasy relevance um but i don't think it will be good enough um i think if the rat i think if they can't beat colt mccoy and the cardinals that they ain't beating stafford and this rams team um I, yeah i just can't see it happen i think the 49ers fall to three and six unfortunately and and stafford bounces back in a in a relatively big way this game yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I don't know what the score end score will be, though. What kind of Do you think it's going to be a blowout, or do you think it's going to be fairly... I, th- I think it will be... Sc- yeah, is it going to be high scoring? I don't know. The, I don't... the 49ers are pretty resilient, really, so I don't know whether it'll be high scoring necessarily. But uh, as you say, I think the Rams, the Rams are going to win. 
yeah, I think I think the Rams win. I don't think it's too high scoring. I think it'll, to be honest, I think it'll probably be similar to to what the Cardinals Niners score was. The Rams maybe get to thirty. The Niners do get a few touchdowns, maybe you know thirty to to twenty one or thirty to you know seventeen or something like that. Perfect. Okay, so that's next week. It's uh, yeah, it's all already, heating up. Already week ten, which is just absolutely <laughs> don't mental. say that. I never want it to end. We're more than halfway through now. It's, uh, well, yeah, we're approaching the... Well, we're about two-thirds of the way through, aren't we, really? Um, after this week, we've just got the, the seven games left until until all is said and done. So, uh, yeah, crazy. Uh, so we get to the point now where we, uh, we have a look at our dynasty uh, week and see how things happened in the previous week, and then we look forward to the next week. I guess we should probably get it out of the way, shouldn't we? Yeah, go on, should, we, should, we, should we talk about our matchup? I'll nip and get a drink while you discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you you unfortunately uh, fell to uh, well, yeah. I guess you you were relying on certain players popping off, and they they just didn't quite have the. Uh, no, the ability to do so. Um, do you want to analyse this, or would you rather? No, I it? it's it's all right. I'll do it. I mean, like like I said, I think it was a matchup. Looking at the stats, like it, it's nice to know that despite anything I could have done on my bench, I couldn't have won this one. I just I had a lot of players underperform. You know, the, the likes of AJ Brown, less than ten. Jamar Chase, seven point nine. Even though Cooper Cup had a good good game, he still came on under four under projected. Um, and Matthew Stafford, of course, as my QB, um, again, 13 points. Um, I, yeah, I, I only had really good performances from Kamara and Patterson. It just, yeah, I, I had a rough week all round, to be honest. Whereas you, although Mahomes struggled again, 10 points, you did have the likes of Mixon, 28, big performance there. Jalen Hurts was 16, not too bad. Um, Waddle, 16 as well, another solid game for the rookie. And then the Patriots' defense with twenty-one. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it was a good performance. That was a very good performance. Um, so yeah, yeah, bad, bad um, matchups for me. A lot of players that need to do well for me just yeah didn't show up. Unfortunately, if it makes you feel any better, if I'd played anyone else, I would have beaten them too. So it does make um, me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, uh, we've got Sam and Kieran, um, which Sam managed to win somewhat comfortably, really. Uh, taking him to three and six, and, and Kieran is down at two and seven. Uh, so Trevor Lawrence, as you say, the the Jags defense was a better option than Trevor Lawrence was this week. A mere five point one two points. Kirk Cousins, on the other hand, for Kieran played pretty well with twenty two point five eight. And then we get to running backs. Daryl Henderson, quite a surprising, uh, well, surprisingly mediocre performance. Eight point eight points there. Um, whereas Kieran had uh, Hines, who came out with two point eight, just because the I guess the Colts were just rolling, weren't they? That this week, uh, Kenny Galladay disappointing again, four point eight. Uh, Mike Williams seven point eight. Uh, Goddard seven point three. But then you've got Devonte Smith, who uh, who had a lovely uh, twenty three point game. So that kind of lifted uh, lifted Sam up. And then kind of lifting him up even further was Lamar Jackson with 31.64 points, which was fantastic. And then the Miami defense, 18, 18. points. Good God. Crazy. Uh, so they only allowed allowed nine points. They had three interceptions, five sacks, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. So it was a good Great day for the uh, for Miami, really. Um, but I guess that was against Houston. 
Uh, yeah, whereas Kieran, unfortunately, not. I don't think. Well, Sam Donald. He had <laughs> two two players exceeded expectations. I think the rest fell below. So yeah, Sam Donald. Oh. 0.78 points. I mean, yeah, it's 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 harsh. And CD Lamb as well. I mean, I had CD yeah. Lamb regular against you, and I was he, just shocked by that. He did not of... do much. No, nine targets, no, though. Only two I mean, catches. If he managed to bring in even half of those, it would have been a much different performance. But, yeah, Cowboys were just shut out by Denver. So it was a tough week. Um, and then on, on the bench for Sam, he had a few few guys who would have made quite a big difference in spite of the fact that he won. Freeman, Devonto Freeman. Oh, uh, how was 16, he still around? 16.3 <laughs> points. Uh, Kenyon Drake had a pretty good game with 16 points as well. Uh, Le'Veon Bell and Sonny Michel, uh, 10.6 and 10.8. Yeah, I mean, he seems to have all the washed-up RBs, and they all had, <laughs> they all had a they great week this weeks. week. Uh, but they were all on the bench. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's Sam, who takes himself, I think, overall to 8th, and Kieran is unfortunately now down 10th overall. Uh, next up, we've got a very low-scoring battle against two otherwise Usually pretty good teams uh, in uh, Alex and uh, Elliot, if you want to take this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Elliot managed to, to eke out a close 128-122 to 122 victory. Um, but again, I think this, the story of this one, again, is a lot of underperformances. Um, you know, Tannehill for Elliot, 14. Cook, 16, but still under-projected. Um, Mitchell and Samuel... 12 and 11. Um, Justin Jefferson did show up with 18. Gaskin were 14, not too bad. Um, and Elliot starred Trevor Simeon, so I guess you'd be pretty happy with 15. <laughs> um, yeah, true. Alex did have some good performances. You know, Nick Chubb, 31. Um, Keenan Allen with 23. Um, but he also had Joe Burrow, only with six points. Rough performance there. Devontae Adams, obviously Aaron Rodgers, um, could only catch six of 14 targets, um, which is not what you want to see. Um, Ravens defense, minus one. Um, so yeah, a lot of underperformances, but yeah, El- Elliot wins a close one. Yeah, that takes him to seven and two. So Elliot is second overall, uh, while Alex is down at four, uh, fourth overall. So hot on the heels, though. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's leading... Yeah, good performance. Well, I say good performance. Lucky performance, I think, uh, for yeah. Elliot. Um, and then, well, we've got a lot of low-scoring teams this week. I just think it was the, the the fact that at the fact that two, well, two or three massive uh, sort of favourites just didn't manage to make an impact. Uh, so next up, we've got Rohan against James, which an even lower scoring matchup than the one before it was 102.54 to 90.72 so that's the second uh, at least the second week I think that James has unfortunately not made over 100 points um, we've got Jimmy Garoppolo starting for, for Rohan because the books obviously were out this week so practically his entire team was that's a 19 point game for Jimmy which very good um, I'm Dak outscored Pat um, then we've got uh, Daryl Williams uh, of the Chiefs who got 10.7 so under projected uh, the old the old reliable Devonte Booker who's been performing very well in Saquon Barkley's absence Agreed. Uh, 15.2 which is good uh, Adam Thielen of very low 8.6 uh, Aguilar just a scratch nothing there <laughs> uh, Cal Pitts uh, 9.2 uh, Adrian Peterson with a 9.6, which I think surprised everyone, but that's mainly due to the, the fortunate touchdown. 
Um, who is this? Brandon Bolden. Didn't didn't even know. Don't really know who he is. Running back for New England, <laughs> apparently. Nine point ten, uh, which is above his projection. Uh, and then we had White for the Jets, who got seven point eight. That's crazy that White still put seven point eight points up yet. Uh, the other Jets, what was his name? Um, oh, Josh, Josh Johnson Josh was in the top ten. So that's if you combine their scores together, I think Johnson might have taken over as number one overall potentially. <laughs> that's that's that. mental. <laughs> Uh, whereas on the other side we've got Dak Prescott 18.88 which still a good score because he was not doing anything really until as you say the sort of end of the fourth quarter the G Harris 16 which is good but under projection Boston Scott with a, a, a meager 4 40 yards uh, Hunter Renfro 16.9 he's now obviously gobbling up the uh, the targets that have been left by uh, the likes of Ruggs, who, yeah, not looking good for Ruggs at all uh, after the horrendous things that he's been getting up to. Uh, then we've got 1.8 for Jacoby Myers. Uh, yeah, not great. And then we've got a scratch on Dwelly, the uh, the backup for, for Kittle. Did Kittle not play this week? No, that's oh. what I mean. Uh, Kittle, Kittle did play and scored 20. So if, if James had started Kittle, yeah, I mean, it, was a, it was a comfortable win. Oh, dear. Uh, and then Jarvis Landry with a 3.1. Uh, Colin Sutton with a 3.9. Derek Carr with a 9.3. Yeah, just not not great. So, yeah, yeah surprising. What do you think that was? Do you think he just forgot to change his lineup? <laughs> I mean, you, I would like to think so, because he, he, like, the likes of Marquise Brown got 21. Um, Mooney got 20. Kittle, obviously... The big one, he got twenty. Even the Browns' defense, if he just started, they they got nineteen. So, um, yeah, rough one for James. Hopefully, he just forgot and is not mental. Yeah, I mean that that is. <laughs> yeah, I mean you wouldn't play Myers ahead of of Brown in in any no, stretch of the imagination. Um, yeah, we might need to remind him to uh, to to change his lineup next week. Um, okie dokie who have we got oh, last man. we've got Lewis against Tom which was an exceptionally God, close, close game 138.78 to Lewis 134.3 to Tom I'll let you take this one yeah so Lewis ekes out the four point victory um, Lewis a, a Colts fan does have Carson Wentz and Jonathan Taylor so big 24 and 35 piece for them too um, couple of underperformances as well. Um, CMC Amiga thirteen um, was over projected, but by his standards, pretty poor. Um, Amari Cooper five point seven, uh, rough week for Dallas. Um, Sanders ten, McNichols uh, obviously filling in as one of the backs for for Henry with six point five, and Jordan Love in his first career start only with ten. On the flip side, um, again, Tom, it, it was, I think if Tom's guys had fired, it would have been an easy win. Josh Allen, 8.5. Crazy low. Aaron Jones, 5.3. Zeke, 12. Tyreek Hill, 7. <laughs> you, you don't hear that very often. Um, no. Pittman and Waller, they showed up with 16 each. And Justin Herbert was, um, was sort of Tom's saviour and made it close with 31. Um, but yeah, the fact that combined Tyreek, Zeke, Jones and Josh Allen got less than 40 points is a bit mental. <laughs> yeah, it's not something you see very often uh, and I don't know if we'll see it again uh, for a little while. Definitely but not. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just been a crazy, crazy week this week. Uh, so that's changed the standings a little bit there. Uh, we've got myself at number one with seven and two. 
closely behind me, uh, basically just on point differences, Elliot with 7 and 2 as well. Uh, so points for for me is uh, 1591, it's 1512 for Elliot there. Uh, Tom is down at third with uh, 6 and 3. Alex is 5 and 4 with Rohan also at 5 and 4 and Lewis at 5 and 4. Changes only on point difference. Uh, we've got yourself at number seven. Look how many uh, points I've scored, man. Three so and annoying. six. I know. <laughs> so if you if you were in the five and four spot, you would overtake Alex. Um, yours yours is fifteen hundred and five, which is third overall. Um, so you've just been unlucky that you've been playing people on the good weeks. I think uh, you have the most points against you. I do uh, with fifteen hundred and five, which is crazy. So your points for and points against are Only practically the same. Point six difference. Yeah, that is yeah. mental. Uh, we've got Sam, who's elevated himself to eighth overall. Uh, he's three and six, and then we've got James down at two and seven, with Kieran at two and seven as well. So. Yeah, it's all uh, it's it's pretty tight, really. Uh, there's only two wins between uh, sixth and first, and um, then it's it's a bit of a steeper drop to two wins between sixth and seventh. So you need to pick up those wins, Jack, to uh, oh, to I'm make still, sure you're in the I'm in the very contention. Confident. Speaking of which, we should probably look ahead to next week. <laughs> um, it's myself against Rohan. His beloved books are back, which is a pain in the. And then Seahawks receivers. Yep, Seahawks receivers get their <laughs> uh, get their delightful uh, quarterback back under centre. Which yeah, it's it's not a good week for me to be playing Rohan to be honest. And it's a bit of a revenge week for him as well after I beat him early in the season. So I'm sure I'll be hoping to uh, to get a win once again. I am calling upon the magnificent Gio Bernard to uh, take on my <laughs> RB2 spot because injuries have left me crippled. Uh, but Austin Eckler hopefully will uh, act for, for two running backs there and, and make it a more even affair. I'm trusting Pat Mahomes has a much better week this week, but we will see. Uh, Jalen Waddle again. He's he's had a great he's had a great season to be honest. Um, he's uh, number yeah, twenty four wide receiver in PPR, so kind of bottom end of the RB two conversation. So it's having him in my flex spot. I'm very happy about that. Stefan Diggs. I'm hoping that he has a good game. He should do. I mean, it's the <laughs> he's due one. It's the Jets. The Jets. <laughs> Uh, Kelsey again hoping he has a good game Deontay Johnson uh, I think he's due a big one soon to be honest he's been he's been doing alright but yeah, I'm, I'm expecting a nice blowout from him uh, fairly soon so hopefully that'll come uh, Robert Woods again he's he's kind of he's steadily improved um, you know at the start of the season it was like 12, 12, 6, 14 then it's jumped up to 28 now we're like 15, 20, 17 so he's kind of Top end of the teens, so he's been pretty reliable. And Jalen Hurts, I mean, I'm hoping he does all right, but I'm a little worried, a little worried. Um, whereas Rohan, as I say, got gets Tom Brady back. Brady's been playing magnificently, although the Washington defense is pretty good, so maybe that'll slow his progress a little bit. We'll see. Um, and then I think Rohan's still yet to, to change his team around, actually, to get a few people in, potentially, because uh, he's got... His running back situation is not too good. Uh, who have we got? We've got Daryl Williams Oof. and uh, Brandon Bolden. So not great having you RB1 and 2 spots necessarily there. Uh, it's almost bad as Gio Bernard. And then he's got uh, Adam Thielen, who 
should have a nice nice game with a bit of luck. As we say, we think that LA Chargers game is going to be quite high scoring against the, the Vikings potentially. Uh, Evans, as you say, it's a roulette. Uh, Evans might get 30 points. He might get 10. We'll, we'll just dep- it depends where Brady throws the ball, I guess. Kyle Pitts has been playing pretty well. Uh, and the Cowboys might be a bit shaken up this week. So who knows? He might be putting up some good points. And then we've got Metcalf and Lockett who get there. Uh, magnificent captain back, which is not good for me. Um, they're probably going to put up some good points. And then Jimmy Garoppolo is in the flex spot. Yes! Yes, Rohan. He's done it. He's done it. He's listening to us. If he beats me, I will say I told you so. Um, and, and take some small pleasure from the fact that he's beaten me. And then we've got uh, Harrison Booker and, the, uh, of course, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. So... Currently predicted 171 to me, 155 to Rohan, but yeah, I mean, the way that that relies on the Chiefs having a good game, which just doesn't seem to be something that happens very often these days <laughs> in this crazy world. I am, I'm hoping you do win because that drags Rohan into the into the mixer with me, so yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm rooting for you, mate. Thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, next up, it's, uh, it's Sam against Alex, if you want to take this one. Of course, yeah. So let's have a look. There we are. So yeah, I mean, Alex is is projected to win this one fairly comfortably, um, one fifty eight to one twenty three. Um, Sam does have two players he needs to to swap in. Um, I would assume he would st- swap in. Oh God. Um, <laughs> well, no, you know, he's got he's got a couple. He's got Kenyon Drake. He can bring in, so that's not too bad. Um, so with Alex, he's he's got Ben Roethlisberger in the in the QB one slot, uh, Mac Jones as his QB two, Nick Chubb um, and Antonio Gibson is back as well. Um, it'll be open from a bigger performance from Devonte Adams. Hopefully Rogers is back, and like we said, Keenan Allen did do um, pretty well last week. Um, Javonte Williams, I was bigging him up earlier. I think he will slowly take over Melvin Gordon as that RB one. I think Alex has got a good one there. Um, so yeah, Alex should be on for a decent week. Uh, on the flip side, um, Sam, I think I think Sam could win this, but he will be relying on big performances from the likes of Lamar Jackson and Devontae Smith, Mike Williams. Um, probably, hopefully, more than five points from Trevor, Trevor Lawrence would help. Um, and Daryl Henderson really needs to to shine. Um, otherwise, I think Alex probably gets the gets the win here. Unfortunately. Yeah, I think that's a safe assessment, to be honest. Um, Okie dokie, next up we've got Tom and James. Uh, Tom's predicted to win by a fair amount here. Tom's predicted a whopping 188.61. James is predicted 146. I don't think any of Tom's prime players are on buys this week, which he'll be explaining his... Full strength. Yeah, he is. Uh, so Josh Allen, Aaron Jones, Ezekiel Elliott, Tyreek Hill, Michael Pittman already, Darren, Darren Waller. Like, it's an unstoppable wall of uh, very top quality talent there. Fournette, who has been pretty good actually this year. Uh, he's sort of sloped off in, in you know, last week. Uh, obviously had the bye and the week, the week before was only a 7.3, so... He might come back from that bye week feeling refreshed and doing well. Chase Claypool, who obviously is gobbling up some of uh, Smith Schuster's targets now, he's out. Uh, Justin Herbert, who is fantastic. Uh, Young Way Q, who again really great kicker, and the Cardinals defense, who yeah, are playing Carolina, so it's probably going to be a good day for them as well. So Tom is a scary team this week. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out as number one overall. Um, 
On the flip side, we've got James, Dak Prescott, as we say, good good talent, but well, they're playing Atlanta, so I'm hoping that he does well. Uh, Najee Harris, Boston Scott in that RB spot. Uh, does he need swapping out? Let's have a look. Uh, maybe not. I don't know if James. Oh, I think George Swift. Kittle. George Kittle certainly yeah. needs swapping in. <laughs> Swift. Swift needs swapping in for Scott. Uh, Sorry, so, could you say that again? Not you, Siri. <laughs> I appreciate that, but you, well, it seems like we've got our second ever podcast guest, and it's it's Siri. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Scott needs swapping out for Swift. Uh, Renfro is pretty good to be in there. Then you've got Myers, as you say. Kittle needs to be dropped into that tight end spot. Uh, Landry, Sutton. I think he needs to put Marquise Brown in. He's just been, he's he's also been playing got, really well. He's also got Terry McLaurin on there, on the bench. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's, a few changes. Yeah, so let's hope that be makes closer. Uh, it. It will make it closer, I think. Maybe James is just, I don't know, he's 2-7. and seven. Do you think he's just upset and he's just not been looking at his... He best uh, not be tanking. I don't, I don't settle yeah. for that in my leagues. Well, Mr. Commissioner, I think you need to have a, <laughs> have a chat with him because he doesn't seem to be checking his lineup. Uh, so yeah, I think it's going to be a Tom win though. Uh, in spite of whether uh, James switches out his good players in or not, it's uh, Tom, Tom's just set up to win this week. He's he's really got a strong team there. Yeah, hundred percent agree. I think he, he, even with the changes, I think that there's there's no way that Josh Allen, Jones, Zeke, and Tyreek don't don't fire two weeks in a row. So yeah, Tom Tom gets the win. I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next up, um, it's Lewis against Elliot, which is slight to be a close one. 160 to Lewis, 153 to Elliot, as far as predictions go. Yeah, let's have a look. So, yeah, I mean, Elliot does need to, according to me, put in a QB1, um, <clears throat> which would... Oh, God. Oh, well, I guess Tannehill would be a QB1, but then he can pop either Simeon or Goff in. That would tighten the projecteds up a bit. Um, but Elliot will be looking for strong performances from Cook again, James Connor, touchdown machine, um, so hopefully he puts in a good performance, and then the likes of Chris Godwin um, coming back from the bye, Justin Jefferson and Debo Samuel, those are two, three top receivers there. Um, Lewis, um, heavily reliant on the Colts, which is not something you want, but they did do well last week, so we'll see what happens. And then CMC back to his usual projected of, of 22. So hopefully he can uh, can come through. Um, but to be honest, I think this will be one of the tightest ones of the week, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. Um, I mean, Elliot really does need that win to, to stay in a kind of nice nice position to grab a, a nice uh, sort of first-round playoff bye. Uh, Lewis, I think, is more looking to just consolidate his position in the playoffs at, at this stage. So it's uh, it's got... It's got ramifications this one I think if Lewis loses it obviously closes the gap for you yes it does to kind Come of on, pick Elliot. one of those spots so uh, yeah I guess you want the I guess you want the 7 and 2 guy to go seven, to go 8 and 2 really uh, and then finally it's, it's yourself against Kieran uh, which will allow you to to uh, sort of yeah dissect I am I'm projected a fairly comfortable win um, um, Kieran does need to fill in a one gap at wide receiver um, with uh, Brandon Cooks out I would assume that would be maybe Donovan, Pe- Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, but he, he, he is struggling with injuries, unfortunately, Kieran. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight players out and four on IR or PUP. So um, he, he's struggling a bit for injuries, whereas I get my boy Russell Wilson back. So I've got Stafford and Wilson. 
in my uh, QB1 in the Superflex spot. Um, Alvin Kamara should be an easy 20 points again. Patterson, absolute revelation. And then my, my receivers, Cooper Cup, AJ Brown. Um, Cole Beasley's going to fill in for Jamar Chase while Chase is on by. Um, so we'll see how he does. But I, I think I should win this fairly comfortably, I think. Yeah, definitely. And that just, uh, as, as we were saying, it just closes the gap. Uh, That's what I need. The, the upper teams there. So, yeah, it's uh, it's all to play for, though. I think, uh, you know, if if any of the teams go on a good run, I think they're, they're almost guaranteed playoffs. But it's uh, it's looking pretty tricky down at the bottom. And uh, as I said, the likes of injuries to Kieran's team, not good for him. Uh, the likes of lack of changing... Uh, changing lineups to James's team. I mean, you're only hurting yourself, James. Come on, play the game, man. Uh, so it's yeah, it's it's an interesting one this week. I'm just I'm just hoping that that players who are slated to play well do play well because it's been that's all we asked for. Crazy isn't it? one. It really has. I mean, I'm just gonna go through the past three three weeks for Pat Mahomes. Oh, Five point seven. 13, 10. Like, he's, he's so started, started off 34, 26, 22, 32, 17, 21, and then suddenly 5, 13, 10. It's like, yeah, what's happened? Something happened in that yeah. Washington game that's just meant that he's just lost his confidence. Um, yeah, I mean, he, in spite of that, he's still number six. He's still the sixth quarterback in spite of the recent games, which... I mean that's crazy in itself. It's the same same with Hertz though. I guess I think Hertz is number four. Yeah, he's number four in spite of a couple of couple of performances. Weeks. So yeah, it's all to play for. Who all is the who is the uh, QB one currently? Oh, let me have a look. We've got Justin Herbert at number seven, which is again surprising. Um. Matthew Stafford must be up there. Yeah, Matthew Stafford is number two. Must be uh, Kyler Murray, potentially, although he's missed a week. It is... No, it's not, it's not Tom Brady, is it? It could be. I think it might be, you know. Sorry, my, my, it's taking an age to load. Kyler Murray, eight. Yes, yeah, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady at number one. That is mental. How has that happened? He's forty-five years old in a he's... league in a league with rushing quarterbacks. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> it's crazy. It's just insane. Isn't it? I mean, none of us predicted that. I don't think he, we all. No, I think know we had him good, about but... six or seven. I think from our pre um, preseason rankings. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's number three. Um, he is. He's around where I think I expected him to be this year. To be honest, I think a lot of yeah. people were sleeping on him, and he's he's really done well. I think he's dropped below 20 points three three times, potentially. No, four times. But, you know, he had that massive 42-point game in uh, week five. And then he's just had a 31-point game in week nine. So, uh, yeah, he's been playing well. And uh, I imagine he's going to carry on doing so. So, yeah, the old quarterback situation is very variable. And then the fact that James Conner is, like, up there <laughs> for the, for the RBs is just crazy, too. Um yeah, so I guess that's everything for this week. We'll uh, we'll be back with you, obviously, next week, as ever, to dissect the goings-on of Week 10. But in the meantime, good luck in all of your matchups, and we'll see you on the other side. <laughs>